Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. And the topic of our podcast today is the Highway of Tears, a um, sad story about a uh, highway in British Columbia, Canada, Highway 16, that um, has um, a number of missing and murdered women associated with it. Um, Going back to 1969, uh, 21 women have either been killed or disappeared um, while, while hitchhiking uh, or on this uh, Highway 16, a uh, highway that stretches 450 miles um, in British Columbia, which, which is in north, the northwest part of Canada. Um, we're going to talk about... Um, these disappearances and murders and um, some of the uh, possible uh, theories related to who's responsible. But before we do, let me introduce our panel. I am joined, as always, by the very lovely and talented, the Queen of Mean, the Empress of Evil, the Mistress of the Macabre, Pill Poppin', Penis Lovin', Brandy. How are you today, Brandy? You forgot Satan's dirty little secret. Yeah, it doesn't roll off the tongue. You know, I'm big about rolling off the tongue. I know you like to use your tongue, too. Thank you, Colonel. Well, I'm making that assumption. Well, um, you have, uh, again, spoken before spoken to. I did it once. A, yeah, but, you know, I think that's an unfair rule, Timmy. You have not just been ask the devil how she's doing. Yeah, this is her segment. So, Brandy, how are you today? I'm fine, Timmy. How are you today? I'm well. Do you have any um, opening comments, or do you just want to get the show on the road? Well, I know that getting the show on the road is a very high expectation for yes. us. Yes. Yes. Yeah, Are you interested in this topic? I would like to. For your so interested to see what happens. Yeah, it is an interesting topic. It's so that's creepy. Yeah. Yeah. Then that, then that happens. But please introduce Chuck so that, if at all possible, we could get this show on the road. Thank you. Thank you, Brandy. I'm I am pleased to introduce um, the most dangerous man in podcasting today. The very honorable, saintly, the Reverend Colonel Charles Beauregard Hawkwaters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? Well, Timmy, today is a wonderful day for the Walters family. Why is that, Colonel? My my perfect little niece. Can't just say okay, can he? Mm-mm. 
Well, my niece Kirby. She's she's just a. Oh, I like that name. Um, she's a wonderful girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I say girl because she's a my vacuum niece. cleaner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's uh, I guess Kirby's about twenty four, twenty five. Okay. Just had her second child this morning, Timmy. Ah, boy, so I got or another girl. great. I got another and uh, or great niece. Niece. Okay. Penelope Lucia. Lucia. See, <laughs> Lucia. I can't Lucia. say that name. Penelope oh, Lucia. Hard. Even Penelope is hard. Well, you they have a hard Penny. time with Hill. So <laughs> right. They'll call her Penny. So, Penelope, uh, welcome to the world. Yes. Um, welcome. You're in time for President Trump. Yeah. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> welcome. Well, congratulations. What, uh, Kirby, is that her name? Does she listen yeah, to Kirby? the podcast? Um, she does not listen to the podcast. Well, she knows about the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um and chooses not to listen. Chooses not to listen. Now, my other niece actually does a, a podcast, a serious podcast, and I'm not going to name it because I do not want hers to be more popular than me mm-hmm. because she uh, she taunts me, Timmy. She taunts me constantly. We're in the uh, same fantasy football league. Uh-huh. And the girl calls me up, and she can just say some cruel, cruel Well, what's her name? Uh, Dominique. 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 Um, Dominique is... She called me last week, and... I said, Dominique, you are a cruel girl. Oh, yeah. She's not on the road. Do you know what she told me? What? She said, well, Uncle Chuck, if I'm too harsh for you, I heard there is an opening in the Girl Scout Fantasy Football League. (laughs) Maybe they could uh, suit your delicate sensibilities a little better. So basically, she was questioning your manhood. She she was talking smack to her. As we all do. So that's what I got going on today, Timmy. Okay, but uh, what's the name of her podcast? You know, you uh, don't know. the political guys. Po- the political. She's guys. an attorney. They talk about politics. Okay, um, and it's available on iTunes. I it's available on iTunes. Well, I'm going to check it out. The political guys. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Let me uh, first give some shout outs to our sponsors. Um, if you would uh, be interested in sponsoring our podcast. Uh, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash historydweebs. You can give a little or you uh, uh, or a lot, but we'll be happy with a little, right, Colonel? Just a wee bit. Just, Just a, a wee, wee bit. bit. A dollar. We'll be thrilled. But we would like to thank those who are sponsoring our podcast, and they include Alicia and Chip, Bridget, Jahara, Cindy Lou, Andrew, uh, Hop, Hap, and Amber McCain Scoville. Thank you very much for sponsoring uh, History Dweeves, and uh, we appreciate it. And uh, Brandy will be coming to your homes and um, doing your laundry. Yeah, uh, Amber's, Amber's a lovely girl. Are you friends with Amber? Uh, I, you know, I don't think so. I'm going to be. I'll send her a friend request. But um, I will not be doing anybody's laundry. No. You don't do your own laundry, do you? I you do make do my own do it laundry. All, no, all. I do my own laundry. He's wrong. No, because Dave has to take his down to the river and beat it on a rock. Mm-hmm. I can do three loads of laundry in like two hours, and his one you know, load. I have, a, I one have load, a, and it's this huge accomplishment. Uh, now, well, well, here, there's some laundry myths that I would like to set aside. One that you have, Colonel, you probably agree with it. The myth number one, you have to separate your, your, the different uh, collars. 
you know, I believe that's racist, Timmy. I do too. I believe uh, that's racist. All closed profiling. I integrate it's my profiling. It is, I, I <laughs> it's, integrate it's my laundry. It's laundry profiling. My, my laundry is integrated. Mine is as well. Uh, number two, there's a difference between hot and warm or cold water. There is a difference. There is a difference, but you don't. It's not necessarily for your laundry. You can do your laundry in either or. Well, now that I'm going to have to disagree with Timmy because I have uh, I have turned some of Renee's sweaters into things that fit on dolls. (laughs) Yep. And my third myth about laundry is that you uh, need laundry soap. No. The third myth is actually Dawn dishwashing. Uh, the third myth is a load. What what constitutes a load? What constitutes load to me is what I can fit. Is in how much you can physically cram down in exactly. There. And if it dances across the floor, eventually the hoses will stop it. Exactly. Yeah. But you know, you know, I, I watched somebody else. My ex-wife used to do laundry, and she put like five things in there. I'm like. Yeah, that's a waste. It's a waste of that's time. What I tell him, more that's what I tell Renee. Now I'm cram it in there. Is that what you tell Renee? Cram it in there. <laughs> okay. if, uh, it, take it all. Take it all. <laughs> you know what I tell my washing machine, Timmy? Make it fit. Take it all, bitch. <laughs> take it all. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's wow. get on to the topic of Just wow. today's podcast, which is the Can- uh, Canadian Highway of Tears. And again, this is a. Um, is a mystery, unsolved mystery. Well, it's partially solved. Um, they've um, uh, they've um, found uh, that uh, some of these murders were committed by a couple of different serial clowns. killers. No, there was t- there's two serial killers that have been associated with these murders, but it's impossible for uh, those two serial killers to have done them all. So you know, this is like. It must be like a fucking mecca for serial killers. <laughs> it's like, you know, let's go to Canada. Well, if it ain't hockey season in Canada, there ain't a lot to do up there. Well, right. And not everybody's as polite as you think. Hey, did you happen to see, Timmy, somebody shot a clown now? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, no, I saw that's Those it's, are hoaxes. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's an iffy. No, actually, somebody shot a clown in Indiana. Just to hoax. watch him die. It was a hoax. It was, it was a hoax? hoax? Yes. Yeah. Oh, man, I wanted to see a clown get shot. I know, I'm sorry. We're all dead. Yeah, maybe, maybe soon. Uh, Highway of Tears. Okay, so dozens of women, dozens of women, and dozens of women and girls, most of them uh, ind- indigenous to uh, in Canada. These are, you know, what they call Aboriginals, which I guess is like the Inuit or Indians or yeah, I, I, kind of like Eskimos, Eskimos yeah. I would say. Eskimos. Most of them were these what they call First Nation people in Canada, which is these um, you know in like it, we call Native Americans exactly, and um, uh, they have been disappeared or been murdered near Highway 16, as I said, which is, is runs a 450 mile stretch. Um, uh, through a lot of different uh, small logging towns and impoverished Indian reserves uh, as it winds its way into, from British Columbia to the Pacific Ocean. Um, so many of the women and girls have vanished, have turned up dead along uh, the str- uh, stretch of the road. Uh, most of them not very far from the road, although some of them were more in more secluded areas where they found the bodies. And some of the women had just disappeared, and they have never been, you know, they've never found bodies. So the official count uh, for, for the women who have been killed, um, 
is at 16, although five are missing, so total of 21. But the local population, uh, these aboriginals uh, people, they believe the number is closer to like 44. Now, have you looked this up? Because if we're saying aborigines and aboriginals, we ain't slurring something. No, I don't think so. And if we are, we apologize. We don't mean to be... uh, We do not want people marching with signs in front of our studio here. No, But these are people, as I said, in in this... In front of the studio? (laughs) Yeah, no, we don't want people in front of the studio. These are in front of my office? (laughs) Your office. It is the studio, as I... All right, so... These are indigenous people to that, um, to the northwest part of Canada. Um, so anyway, it's a poverty, you know, there's a lot of poverty. There's not a lot of public transportation. And there's all these logging towns and, and reservations out there. And people don't have a lot of ways to get around. People, A lot of people don't own cars. So how they get from town to town to visit friends or whatever is to hitchhike. And um, as we discussed in the Santa Rosa hitchhike murders, and some of this was, you know, some of this time frame overlaps, interesting enough, that uh, uh, young women hitchhiking can be very dangerous. So um, so we're going to talk about these murders. Um, it's heavily populated. It's beautiful. If you've ever seen pictures of it, it's very scenic. I mean, it's just gorgeous, but it's also kind of creepy knowing that, you know, so many of these young ladies are disappearing on this on this highway. Uh, there's big signs posted up uh, now about, uh, you know, warning people not to hitchhike. But again, these are mostly poor people. They don't have a There's no public transportation, although that's about to change. Um, so the only way they have to get around is to hitchhike. And uh, that has led to um, at least 21 women, um, young ladies disappearing or being murdered in the past, this has went on since 1969, so this is almost 50 years. It's still going on today? Yes, yes. Um, police have connected a couple of serial killers to some of the crimes, and um, I think, Colonel, you're going to talk about that later. Um, but it would have been impossible. One of the uh, killers uh, was a serial killer here in the United States named Bobby Jack Fowler. Bobby Jack. Bobby Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bobby Jack uh, was convicted of killing a woman in Oregon, and he died in prison. But they were able to connect him to at least three of the killings in Canada, his DNA. Um he he's a bad guy. He raped a lot of women, assaulted a lot of women. They think he had killed up to twenty women, both in the U.S. and Canada. But he's only been he was only convicted of one here in the United States. And they believe he's they got him connected to uh, three of the deaths in Canada. They also have a Canadian a serial killer uh, connected to his name is it's hard for me to pronounce, but his his name is Cody Lejbarkov. Um, uh, he is connected to at least one of the killings in Canada. He killed four women, but only one of these uh, women on the um, Highway of Tears. So um, we get into all the murders and what happened, but uh, just a little background on Highway 16. It's in the northern part of the British Columbia East-West Corridor. It extends from a town called Jasper in the east to Prince Rupert in the west. Um, Prince Edward is the largest city 
and apparently it's a kind of a rough town of the documentaries and what I've been reading during this research is kind of a rough place. But anyway, uh, the length of the highway spans 450 miles. It's a section of the Trans-Canadian Yellowhead Highway, also known as the Park-to-Park Highway. Sounds racist. And that spans British Columbia, Alberta, Saskatchewan, and Manitoba. There are numerous, as I said, municipalities and small towns and 23 what they call First Nation communities, these are reservations, that border the Highway of Tears. That's why so many of the victims uh, uh, are from the, you know, this group of people. I wonder if they got casinos in India. I, I, no, I don't, I don't know if they do. They have casinos in Canada all over, I think. So I but I mean, you know how here on the reservations you can get a casino license pretty easy. Well, right, and that's because they're... Um, uh, they're not subject to federal law. Right, right, federal right. Law. They're independent. But I so don't Canada basically did the same thing we did. They took the the indigenous people and said, here, you live over here. I don't know they did that or they, that's just where they live. I don't, oh, I'm not okay. sure. But they're <clears throat> in this uh, investigation, there's been criticism throughout the years that um, the government has not done enough to... Uh, address the this these murders, um, and there's been a big push lately for the for the government to reopen these cases and look at them. Uh, but there is there is this kind of um, allegation that you know it's a you know it's part of the reason the government's failed to pursue it is partly because you know it's happening to these people these. Uh, Indigenous people of that area, and it's you know, you know, so there's this racism element to it. Um, but we'll, you'll get into this later about the investigation over the years. Um, the region is, as I said, plagued by poverty and lack of public transportation, forcing its occupants to turn to hitchhiking as a format of transit. So, um, you know, it's very desolate. There's Long stretches of roads between towns, you know, there's people coming and going. There's a lot of truckers coming and going there. Um, so, yeah, like I said, it's very beautiful, but if you're out there by yourself, um, bad things can happen. And Brandy's going to talk about some of the bad things that's happened over the years. I will. If we're not disturbing you. You don't worry about what you're doing right now. I'm just saying if you if you I'm over here being if content. If you can put the candy crush down and I'm over here being content. I'm not bothering you. I wasn't even looking your fucking way. We just like a little engagement. That's all we're asking. I'm engaging with you sons of bitches now, aren't I? <laughs> I'm sitting right here. Are you about to get your period? Cause you're no, I am not cranky. about to get my period. You're about she's to eating popcorn. You're about to sure get your I got it. She's yeah. Eating, she's eating popcorn. Unless she's at the movie. If you're yeah, at the theater, see how many steps you got in since the last time you checked it. I have fifteen thousand eight hundred forty-seven steps in. It's a little early. Continue. It is a little early. The first victim was Gloria Moody, age twenty-six. She was last seen in the town of Williams Lake in central British Columbia on October twenty-fifth, nineteen sixty-nine. She was seen leaving a bar. Her body was found in the woods the next day, seven miles west of town. She'd been raped and strangled to death. So, there you go. There's that. So, she was the first victim of... She was. On Highway 16. she's at the top of my page. Yeah, Highway 16. 1969. That was the year of the Miracle Mets. 
It was. And 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 just one more question for you. Just one more. And I don't I don't wanna you seem a little feisty today, so I don't wanna get you. You do seem on edge. But are you going to continue to eat the popcorn while you're, while you're eating it? Did you yeah, even notice it? <laughs> because <laughs> that would be inappropriate. You didn't even notice it, so don't you fucking worry about it. You let me do my shit, and you can do your shit. Does she seem a little on edge to you? Yeah, today but too? really, you shouldn't be eating while, you're, while we're podcasting. Yeah. I mean, it, it, especially when you're talking. <laughs> You know, we don't have many rules here. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of <laughs> we're we're kind of loose with the rules, and and, and uh, you know some of it I, I can will stick I my can, fucking head in this bag and chow down on all of it. Some of I, it while I, I read the news with my mastering <laughs> masterful editing skills, I can. Oh yeah, <laughs> I can uh, accommodate. But when you're chewing popcorn and talking, it, 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 reaching into a plastic bag, yeah. you can't even hear it. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure you can hear. It. No, you, yeah, you were pretty sure you couldn't hear the pop pop being opened. You're pretty sure you can't hear him chewing uh, his butterscotch butterscotch mint. Mint. You're pretty sure you can't hear the fan in the background. But as someone who actually listens to the podcast, I can assure you. You can hear that. You can hear your phone when it's on vibrate go off every 12 seconds. I, I can assure you that you can hear that. I didn't mean to start off this. I just, it was a simple question. You seem a little on it. Yeah. Yeah. You want to talk about me? Shitbird. Please. Shitbird over here get ready to lose his fucking mind. Just don't eat while you're podcasting. That's all I'm asking. Is it? Yes. Let's keep going. Come on, seriously. Seriously, that's annoying the people. Don't do it. It's, it's almost annoying as... They wouldn't even know. This dickhead over here. What the fuck am I doing? They wouldn't even know. They're running your fucking clap trap. Come on, no, no chewing while you're talking. You know, you learned that when you were five years old. <laughs> fuck what your parents do. You I know your dad. Was, I know your dad was in Nam, but Jesus Christ! And your mom tell you not to eat and talk the at the same fuck time. Does that have to do with anything? Well, I mean, he was away. I don't blame him. But he wasn't away. I wasn't born then. <laughs> she, bitch, was raised with wolves. <laughs> She's a feral child. Feral. Feral. Whatever. <laughs> We got a podcast coming up on that, by the way. Oh, good, children. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. They're probably mine. Yeah, okay. so. Can we, can we I thought they were federal children for a while. Federal because children. Because I, <laughs> I was wondering, what's the difference between a federal and a state? Do you think child? they were ferret children? Municipal children. Yeah. You'll have that. Okay. Please continue without the popcorn. No more popcorn until you do, you're done. All right, taking the popcorn away. We will have a, uh, a short interlude while Brandy continues to shoot. Charles. Yes, sir. Please tell me one of your stories that goes nowhere. <laughs> God damn. While we break, wait for Brandy to choke to death on that kernel of popcorn. This cannot be good for your blood pressure, Timmy. Right. I'm telling you, I know. See what your heart rate is real quick. I can't check, Wait, but I have what? not taken a step since I'm I gonna last tell you last night. Let me tell you what. You know what else is fucking distracting? Is you sitting over there. <laughs> I 
people cannot see you making hand motions. This is a podcast. You're lucky they can't see you making hand motions. But I can see you, and it's distracting. You didn't know I was eating popcorn until you happened to look up. Well, you're not eating popcorn until after the podcast. Oh, Continue. Just, wait and see. You're not my dad. Your dad's in Nam. My dad's in. My dad is not in Nam. Well, if he was at home, he should have told you, taught you not to chew and talk at the same time. Christ. Furl child. Furl. I can't live no more. Fuck, raised by pelicans or something? Raised by pelicans. Well, wolves don't eat popcorn. You've seen her with her, standing with her one leg up. Just standing there. Those are flamingos, you dick. <laughs> Whatever. Jesus Christ. Oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. Pelicans have the... Yeah, yeah pelicans have the thing. Yeah. Yeah. No, Eat that's fish. not it. Yeah. No. <laughs> okay, continue. No, you're not getting the popcorn until you're done. It's just a tiny Once we've completed the podcast and you do a good job, perhaps you'll get your popcorn back. Perhaps. And you wonder why you don't have any Pop-Tarts in your office? Now we know what happened to the Pop-Tarts. Fuck. I eat my Pop-Tarts in the morning before before we do any of this. Fuck. All right, back to the Highway of Tears. Rap fuckers. Very sad story. Very sad. Oh, yeah. Be a little... It's horrible. Show a little... uh, Show a little... Concern. Concern, yeah. Yeah. Well, try not to piss yourself over there. Be respectful. Serious topic. These young ladies... Young ladies disappearing, being murdered, tossed on the side of the road. Show them a little respect. Jimmy's Don't sit there and chew popcorn. You ain't, the, you ain't watching the fucking theater. To get his blood pressure down. <laughs> and you ain't one piece of popcorn. <laughs> he's going to have a stroke. <laughs> I know, he's checking to see what his steps are now again, too. He hasn't moved up out of that chair. And I bet you he checks his steps eight more times before we're done. <laughs> All right, back to the uh, yes, highway. Yes, let's of get tears. back on topic. Thank uh-huh. you. Because I can't have my popcorn, you fucker. You know what? You can't have your popcorn and eat it too. Yes. No more popcorn for you, feral child. I got all kinds of shit in the cabinet. All right, the second victim was Micheline Paris, age 18, uh, in July of 1970. She'd been hitchhiking. Uh, she was picked up by two women who gave her a short ride. The women dropped her off at the gates of a ranch, the hell, alongside Highway 29 near the small town of Hudson's Hope in northeast British Columbia. Well, they lied about that. Well, they did. That's a misnomer. <laughs> and that is the proper term. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's the, the way you way use, use misnomer, misnomer in a sentence. Thank you. Uh, her body was found on August 8th of 1970. Chew on my nail. Gail Wise, 19, <laughs> vanished on October 19, 1973. She was traveling from Clearwater to Kamloops, British Columbia. <laughs> Not Clearwater, Florida. You want a pen? Clearwater, <laughs> Tap it on my teeth. British Columbia. Yeah. All right, continue. Her body was found on April 6, 1974, about eight miles south of Clearwater, British Columbia. Uh, I don't know what how. Ha- oh. 
Yeah, and then we have a random date here. Something happened on September 25th, 2012, but I don't know what that was is. Was that a Thursday? or I don't know because it just says that there and doesn't say anything <laughs> else. You know, that's why rehearsals are so important. <laughs> if you read through the shit before you get them, then you can ask me. But part of the fun is that we don't. <laughs> Yeah, All right, is, continue, continue. <laughs> what the fuck happened in 2000? Yeah, it seems we like... We jumped right from 1973 to the police. It's like I don't Back like to it. the Future. Pamela Darlington, age 19, disappeared on November 6, 1973. The young woman told her friends she'd planned to hitchhike to a nearby bar. Why can't a motherfucker just walk? Seriously. Well, it's a long well, way. Well, it long says way. it was nearby. I think it be, bitches be lazy. Nearby is all relative. Well, this says nearby. Yeah, when you're in Canada, nearby can yeah. just mean but this says nearby. 130 miles. Yeah, exactly. Well, kilometers. Yeah. Kilometers, yeah. They're well, on the metric system. She should have strapped yeah. on her shoes and got to walking. Oh, I, I thought we were going to the metric system. Remember when we were a kid? Yeah. You kept saying you had, had to learn the metric system. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I, was, I was all scared Jimmy about Carter. it, too. Yeah. Uh, her body was found the next day at Pioneer Park, British Columbia. And there's September 25th, 2012 again. Randomly in the middle of my sentence. I Please continue. She had been raped and beaten to death. Monica Ignaz, a 14-year-old student, disappeared on December 13, 1974. Her body was found in April of 75, about three miles um, outside of Terrence, British Columbia. She'd been strangled, so they probably had to wait for it to fucking thaw. Yeah, some of them, they, you know, they didn't, they, some of them disappeared in fall, and then, you know, with the winters up there, they weren't able to find them until after, you know, the, like you said, like the the spring. Uh, Colleen McMillan, 16, disappeared while hitchhiking along Highway 97 near um, Lac La Heche. British Columbia. I like how you said that. Lac La Heche, we are here. That's what happened in the... Civil War or some shit. Is Lafayette, it? we are here. And France. Luckily. MacArthur showed up on the beach and said, Lafayette, we are here. Okay, ignore him. Continue. <laughs> it's a fascinating. Did that happen on September 25th, 2012? <laughs> Somewhere around there. <laughs> uh, McMillan, let's see, had been hitchhiking. She was on her way to visit her friends. She was found dead off of a logging road 30, 30 miles south of where she'd last been seen. She'd also been raped and strangled to death. Uh, let's see. On September 25th, 2012, <laughs> Canadian officials said the DNA of U.S. convict Bobby Jack Fowler was found on McMillan's body. I think body. that's supposed to be in my... Oh, okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. You'll get into more of him. More details about him. Monica Jack, age 12. These are all, like, very young. Yeah, some girls. Are very young. And you know what? Her brother, if her brother Billy would have found out who this rapist was. Billy he beat Jack. the shit out Billy of him. Billy Jack, yeah. He, he would took his left foot and put hit him, hit him on a right cheek. Bobby Jack Fowler right in the right yeah. cheek. Yeah. And there ain't nothing Bobby Jack Fowler could have done about it. Right. Uh, let's see. So she was 12. Monica Jack was 12. Uh, and she disappeared. She was biking. She wasn't even hitchhiking. She was biking from Merritt to Nicola Lake, British Columbia, along Highway 5 on May 6, 1978. Her remains, this is a frozen fucking place, her remains were found in June of 1995 near Swakam Mountain, British Columbia. 
I think the only one of us have ever been to British Columbia is you, Colonel. I have not been there. Oh, I thought you were. I thought you were. I've been in Vancouver, but okay. that was in the United States, in Washington. Okay, on the U.S. side. Yeah. Okay. You've never been in all your world no, travelers? No, no, I've never been to. Pretty uh, Anglo up there. I've been to Canada. Well, I mean, I've been to Canada, but not British Columbia, yeah. Maureen Mosey, 33, disappeared while hitchhiking on Highway 1 en route to Kamloops on May 8, 1981. Her body was found on Highway 97, about 12 uh, miles east of Kamloops. She had been severely beaten. 16-year-old Shirley Ann Bascu was traveling along Highway 16 when she disappeared on May 3, 1983, and her body's never been found. Several days after disappearing, personal items including clothing and blood droplets that matched her blood type were found near the Athabasca River. The body of Alberta Williams, 24, was found on September 25, 1989. So it was 13 years before September 25, 2012. Uh, About 37 kilometers east of Prince Rupert, British Columbia, near the Taiyi Overpass. She'd been strangled and sexually assaulted. Cecile Ann Nickel, 15, disappeared in 1989. She was last reported in Smithers, British Columbia, near Highway 16. Smithers! She's never been found. Less than a year later, Cecilia's cousin... Jesus Christ. Cecilia's cousin, Delphine Nickel, disappeared on June 13, 1990. The 15-year-old... What? You know, there's a lot of these people that haven't been found. Yeah, and, uh, five of them, I think, or yeah, five of them. And maybe they just There's got tired of, of uh, Canada. There's a lot of wilderness. Yeah, I doubt that's the case. They could have got eaten by bears or whatnot. Or whatnot. Or, or truckers. Right. Uh, let's see. The 15-year-old teenager was hitchhiking east from the town of Smithers, British Columbia. Uh, let's see. Her body's never been found. Ramona Wilson, 16, was a member of her high school baseball team. Oh. Yeah, it's a victim. Be, be careful. Now, Shh. high school baseball team. Yes, that's what it says. So up in Canada, the girls play baseball. Yeah, unlike here where they play lesbian right. softball. Yeah. Do you guys, after a triple play, have you ever had a triple Give play? Give me back my fucking popcorn and I'll tell you. <laughs> Otherwise, shut trap. It's the French kissing after a triple play. I would say, I would think that would be appropriate. Yeah. Have a big old tongue fest. <laughs> <laughs> like three of them get together. Have you ever heard of snowballing, Colonel? I have heard of snowballing. <laughs> 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 Timmy, Timmy got a hold of that popcorn. <laughs> he liked you somebody's mama. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Will you explain to our audience what pop, uh, snowballing Does is? that have something to do well, with what I'm reading? No, hold on a second. You it's, need, it, it, typically. It's, this is important. You need, I doubt uh, it. I'd say you need a good four or five women for it. Um, and it's where a man... Dottie uh, is listening. Oh, Dottie, close your ears here for a minute, honey. Uh, it's where a man uh, ejaculates. Okay. He, he becomes uh-huh. excited and he then gets he... Excited. Yes, we got the whole concept of ejaculation. <laughs> and he, uh, Thank you, Mr. Body. <laughs> And uh, cranky when she'll get her popcorn. <laughs> she is. <laughs> so, this is gross. There's one woman that gets 
this is gross. Wait a minute, let him the benefits from the this is gross. It's starting gross and it can only go downhill. I mean, it's gross. And like much like passing an egg from mouth to mouth, and you oh, know, this is nasty. She turns to the next girl. Why do you know that? A, Why do you know that? Huh? He knows much more about than I do. Why do you know the term? I just know the term. Oh, sure, you did. No, clearly you knew what it was. No, I said I knew what the term was. Yeah, I just, why? Why I, do you know that? I Googled it on my phone. You yeah. didn't Google it. You happened <laughs> yes, to know it. Is. it just right. like you happen to know all kinds of other random so bullshit. They pass That's it so on. nasty. It's um, it's nasty. It's it's much like the... Uh, it's a form of affection. I bet your mom yeah. did it before she died. What the hell's wrong with you? There she is. Give me that popcorn. <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, I crushed your popcorn. You talked yeah, about my dear deceased mother. And she look died of the cancer. She died of the consumption. And I bet she played two girls one cup, too. Oh, oh what is wrong oh, with you? See? What no. is wrong with you, well, you see, softball we're player taking lesbian? It. We're taking it We're going to take it there. We're going to go there. Yeah, you want to go gross? Uh, Let's go. Okay, but leave my mama out of it. Yes. You can go gross, but leave your mother my out of it. Peace, Colonel. What is wrong with you? Yeah. She's dead. Look, she's over it. She's looking down over at, uh, out uh, from the pearly. Uh, no, uh, she's at the pearly gates right now, looking down at you, pearly. thinking, "Why does my son hang out with such a derelict?" She's looking up, and she's thinking, "My son is lucky to hang out with <laughs> such a derelict." <laughs> All right, back to our young lady playing uh, high school baseball. Well, goddamn it! All right, so poor little Ramona. Left home a Saturday night in June 1994 to attend a dance a few towns away. She never arrived, and her remains were found 10 months later near the local airport. Took Rock- a long time to find these people. Well, they you have to wait for spring fall. Yeah, some of them, yeah. And some of them, they were off the road, and unless you, you know, there was someone hunting there or something. Yeah. Uh, now, had I been up there, I'd been getting my steps in. I would have found all of these bodies <laughs> pretty quickly. Clearly. Well, you know, why don't you just, all they had to do is release, take like 40 buzzards, Take them up there, release them. They're going to circle around where the body is. So that's an interesting theory. Continue, Brandy. Fascinating. Yeah. Roxanne Thiara, 15, went missing in Prince George on the long July weekend in 1994. She worked as a prostitute and told a friend she was going out with a customer. She walked around the corner of the building and was never heard from again. Her body was found August 17, 1994. In the bush along Highway 16, three miles east of Burns Lake. Oh, it's three miles east of Burns Lake. I was thought you know it was what west. They got, you know what we got here? I was thought it was west. So far, we got a Smithers and Burns. I think Homer Simpson is you think he's in here somewhere. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So it was found, and she'd been severely beaten, sexually assaulted, and strangled. The 15, trifecta. Yeah. Well, the big ones. Yeah. Fifteen-year-old uh, Alicia Germain disappeared on. December 9th, 1994. December 9th. That's two days after your birthday. It is. She was last seen at Christmas dinner. I had an alibi. Oh. At the Native Friendship Center in Prince George, British Columbia. Her body was found near Highway 16. She'd been stabbed to death. Lana Derrick vanished on October 7th, 1995. Derrick was 19. She was headed east on Highway 16 to her home in Hazleton, British Columbia. Uh, she was last seen at a service station in Thornhill. She remains missing to this day. Nicole Hoare. Poor thing. Oh, now you know she just that's had just, it coming. That's an awful name. name. Yeah. Nicole Hoare. Get over here. No, she no, no, disappeared no. Uh, 
June 21st, 2002. How'd they spell her last name? H-O-A-R. Oh, that's wrong. They should have just called her. Maybe Hoar. She should have just dropped the O. She should have said my name's Nicole Har. The O's silent. A Hoar? Or Nicole Orr and said the the H H is is silent. silent. Yeah, because if you say Hoar, that just makes you sound. Hoar? Yeah. Come here, Hoar. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. She was a tree planter. Uh, God bless she, her. And she was 25, trying to do good in the world. Mm-hmm. And she was much like myself. Had uh, to dig her own hole. She was 25. She vanished while hitchhiking along Highway 16 west of Prince George. She officially remains missing. You know what, though? In 2002, you should have known better than to be hitchhiking. Yeah, Everybody knew not to hitchhike. Well, my, Again, but it's, it's the first one started when? 16, 1969. 69. So you would think that... 2002, you think, oh, you know, he's so old by now, I'll whip his ass. In 2005, Mm -hmm. Tamara Chapman, 22, disappeared while hitchhiking on Highway 16 near Prince Rupert. She was never heard from again and remains missing. So, I mean, God damn it. In in 2005, you know better. Yeah, but you're talking about that. That was nine years ago. I knew not to hitchhike. That was 11 years ago. 11 years ago. Still knew knew not to hitchhike. And, you know, it's like one of those things where they don't think it's going to happen to them. No. Um, the body of 14-year-old Aliyah Sarek Ager was found on February 11, 2006. She was last seen February 2, 2006, near the First Leader Pub in Prince George. Her body was found on the 11th, east of Prince George and near Tabor Mountain Turnoff. She went a couple months uh, unidentified. Lauren Leslie, age 15, was legally blind with 50% of her vision in one eye and zero in the other. Yeah, it's a sad story here. She was last seen by her family. Well, yeah, because she wasn't seeing her family. She was last seen by her family. No, <laughs> no, no. Check it I know. Check it out. Come on, come on. Get give them her steps. a popcorn. You, you're going to have to give her the popcorn back. No, to no, no. Come steps on. Again. I'm not up. She is. Continue. This is a sad story. This guy... Uh, uh, can I tell it? Okay. All right. Continue if you want to. Well, I'm trying. Continue. Then. All right, then. Uh, let's see. She left on a Saturday afternoon, uh, and she said she was going out for coffee with a friend. Her father, Doug, said said to... Um, told the news that he told his daughter... He was told his daughter planned to go for a drive with, <laughs> <laughs> with Stevie Wonder. Looky there. <laughs> With a friend, Cody. Cody. Yeah, this is a tough name. Do not open that, Colonel. Do not. <laughs> Please continue, Brandon. With Cody Leg Leg Legbakoff. Yeah, he's the other. He's one of the two serial killers associated with these crimes. He's oh. a 24-year-old Canadian, the youngest Canadian ever uh, serial killer ever. Well, so she went for a ride with him. Yeah, but the, at the time. They didn't know. They didn't know. Right. Okay. So it was 945 on a Saturday night when the officer saw the pickup truck pull onto the highway off the little used logging road in a heavily forested area north uh, of Vanderhoff. He pulled the truck over and suspected. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. 
Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 24, the 24-year-old Cody of poaching. Seriously, Jack, no, man. They searched the area. It, you can pick it up, but you really can. They searched the area and found the nude body of Lauren Leslie. She'd been raped and murdered. Cody was arrested and later convicted of murdering Leslie and three other women. Let me let me just interject here. It's not in the script, but I, I, I saw the interview with her father. And um, so uh, her father, uh, they call her father up and, and say, you know, that can you come down and see if you can identify this body? She, she had been beaten to death. Her face was beaten. Mm-hmm. Jesus. The only way they could identify her was the family had a motto, something like hang on tight or something that mm-hmm. they had on their wrist, tattooed on their wrist. And that's the only way they were able to identify her. Her, her head was bashed in so badly. That's sad. And that's yeah. why young girls, if you're going to hitchhike, you should she get She wasn't hitchhiking. She was with someone she knew. Just that this guy. This, this guy happened to be a crazy serial killer. Yeah. Um, so they, they think that this guy, Cody, whatever his butt name is, is responsible for the murders of Jill Stacy. Responsible for the murders of Jill Stacy, Stuchenko, Stuchenko. Okay, I'll buy that. Thirty-five-year-old uh, mother of five, last seen on October 9, two thousand nine. She was found dead four days later in a gravel pit on the outskirts of Prince George. Yeah, and these three other ones are not associated with the Highway of Tears. These are just three people he killed in addition to. Leslie. But he killed him on the highway of tears. No, no. Oh, he, okay. He, these, are, these are separate from the highway of terror murders. Okay. And, and they happened in different places. Yes. 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 Nothing. Uh, Natasha, nothing to do with the guy. Natasha Lynn Montgomery, twenty-three, last seen August thirty-first or early on September first, two thousand ten. Her body's never been found, but her DNA was later found in samples taken in Le- Legbakov's apartment. Cynthia Frances Maas, 35, was last seen September 10, 2010. Her body was found in a Prince George Park that following month. Maas died of blunt force trauma to the head and penetrating wounds. She had a hole in her shoulder blade, a broken jaw and cheekbone, and injuries to her neck consistent with somebody stomping on it. Legbikoff was... Damn. Yeah, this guy was really he beat her. He, hold on. You're telling me he beat her in the head... And then decided to stomp on the neck after he did that. Yeah, he was just brutal. Uh, he was convicted on four counts of first-degree murder on September 11, 2014. On September 16th, he was sentenced to life in prison with no parole for 25 years. Additionally, British Columbia Supreme Court Justice Glenn Parrott added him to the National Sex Offender Registry, given the sexual assaults committed as part of the murders and his apparent degradation of the victim's bodies. He lacks any shred of empathy or remorse. Parrott said of the killer, he should never be allowed to walk among us again. Police have been unable to connect Cody's 
Cody's murders with any of the other Highway of Tears victims. Yeah, so he's responsible for one. Meanwhile, the disappearance and the murders continue. 20-year-old Madison Scott vanished near the infamous road on May 28, 2011 after attending a party. Police located her tent and truck, but the young woman remains missing. Here's a fuck-up part of that story. You're not, it's not in the script. But they were, they were a bunch of friends went out to party, right? Uh-huh. And Chuck, if Chuck chews on the mint, I'm stopping the podcast and going home. Seriously. <laughs> I do not chew on my mints. I'm seriously. <clears throat> I'm going to just... Push, it stop, my voice. and I'm going to put my stuff in my. I'm going to put my. You seem a little on edge today to me because it sounds like shit. It really sounds like <laughs> shit. You guys should listen to this thing. I know you don't, but you should listen Wait, to it. Sometimes. I listen faithfully. You do not. Oh, I do. If you do, you you know you hear her chewing and open her pop <laughs> and her phone going off every two minutes. And you it know is not you, my phone. That's his phone. That's not my phone. And you my know you hear you like chewing it. those goddamn mints. So here's the deal. If you chew those goddamn mints, if your phone goes off, we're stopping the podcast, and I'm putting my laptop in my backpack, and I'm going home for the day. Are you going to walk home? Yes, because I'm going to get my checks. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so back to the story. This is young Madison. She was at a party. A bunch of kids are at a party. Do you feel right? like going in the back seat of the station wagon? Yes, and you just can't reach us. No, because if you were, I would drive up to Highway 16 in Canada and let you off outside of Smithers. So this Madison chick. Timothy's about to turn the whole car around. God so this damn. Madison chick, right? Yeah. She goes to this party, and her best friend tells her she's going to camp out with her all night. And the bitch didn't do it. And she got in a fight with her boyfriend. They made up. Her boyfriend says, let's, let's leave. She leaves this girl out there. This girl says, Madison says, no, you, I'm going to stay. That's up to you. I'm going to stay. The girl wakes up the next day, feels guilty that she left her out there. She drives back out there, and then there's the tent. There's her purse, but there's no Madison. Now, this girl is interviewed. And they're interviewing her, and she was a suspect for a while. But the police says she's no longer a suspect. But I swear to God, when they're interviewing, she's half laughing over this thing. And it's like, it's it's almost, I don't know if it's like a nervous laugh or whatever, but it's creepy to see her interviewed. And I, I don't remember her name, and she's not a suspect in it. But, it, you know, this. I think that was the last one or near the last one. Yeah. The last one. Um, she remains missing. She was last seen during the early morning hours of May 28, 2011 at Hogsback Lake, 17 miles southeast of Vanderhoof. The official number of missing or dead is 19. However, many of the aboriginal communities believe that the number may be as high as 44. Now, you did very good. I'm going to give you your popcorn back. Can you not chew it loudly, please? I don't chew it loudly. You act like I'm a fucking cow. <laughs> chewing on good. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I was sitting there minding my business. You couldn't hear nothing. Charles, please continue. Now, I am going to read whilst I have a mint in my mouth. Well, you fucker. Um, But I will not be chewing on it because I'm I'm worried about Timmy's health here. Thank you, Colonel. Um, Thank you for your concern. Also have some concern and respect for our listeners. Their time that they've spent listening to you chew on your butterscotch. It's actually things are disgusting anyway. But it's a mint. It's disgusting. And don't, you know, don't be judgmental. If it's how he gets little kids in his van. Yeah, those green ones are especially disgusting. I, I can see the little red well, ones. Well, there are no green butterscotches. 
I can see those mints that like they give you a Pizza Hut. Those are yeah. good, the little red ones. But the green ones, ugh. the green ones are the best kind. Gross. What's wrong with you? Okay, Colonel. What, tell us about the investigation of this. Uh, well, Timmy, the the intensity of the investigation has come under great scrutiny over the years. Really, many Aboriginals. Mm-hmm. And, the, and if I just slurred a whole group of people, I'm no, sorry. No, I don't think it's a, a slur. I, I, looked okay. it up, I looked it up, and it just said Native people. So I don't okay. think it's a slur. Because I, I wanted to pronounce it Aborigines, but it's not. It's Aboriginals. Aboriginals. Yeah. And you know what? It, uh, there's got to be some kind of Latin in there because Originals is in there, meaning yeah. the first ones. Yeah, right. First Nation people. You can call them First Nation people if you like. Um, but anyway... Uh, many aboriginals in the area believe that solving the crimes has not been a high priority because of racism. Mm-hmm. Now, two separate serial killers have been arrested for a number of the murders. However, it would not have been possible for the same men to have killed all the victims in a 47-year-old history of the crimes. 47 years. Now, think about that. If somebody was 19 when they started, and that's young for a serial killer, mm-hmm. and they, well, they wouldn't even have been able to be a truck driver. Um, they would be 66 years old mm-hmm. while this was going. So, you know, at some point you just lose interest. Yeah, it's not the same person, obviously. So in 2005, the Royal Canadian Mounted Police launched Project E-Panna. E- Are they still mounted? Oh, they're mounted, Timmy. Do they mount? How mount. often do they mount? They mount twice a day. Really? Doesn't it depend mm-hmm. on the season? No, There's a twice season a for day. mounting? Yes. They're like the postman. Come rain, shine, sleet, snow. They mount. They always mount their man. There's a All season. Right. Have you ever heard that? They mount their man? They always mount their man. <laughs> what was the one guy's name? The cartoon guy? Dudley Do-Right. Dudley Do-Right. Dudley Do-Right, yes. Mm-hmm. We always got his man. Yeah. No one actually never did because Snidely was walking around a free man. You know, I was down, we were down at the park. Not too long ago. What kind of bastard would uh, tie a woman to the railroad track as a cartoon? As a cartoon. Come on. You know, I was thinking about this because I was walking along the railroad tracks and I was looking at the railroad tracks and there's nothing to tie it to. Really? Well, I mean, you got to So it's a misnomer. Yeah. Well, she's it's tied, she's tied, tied up her. late on the railroad track. Well, yeah, but she, she could roll she over. She could just wiggle over. I mean, how many how many times do you have people tied up and they wiggle off the bed? That happens all the time. But then Dudley Do Right will come along. He'll save her, and then you know, and then the they next do it. day they do and it again. They do, it. they do it again, and she don't. Well, first of all, she's stupid. He's a uh, serial <clears throat> bound, uh, bound and gouger. Oh, he's a he's a he's a Snidely he, whiplash. Is he one of those like the firemen that set the fires and then come back to put them yeah. out? Yeah, yeah, I think, I think so. Dudley's into well, you know what you know what Dudley's into the freaky yeah. stuff, and you know what Dudley, he knows how to Dud- undo the knots. Well, Dudley's got a big why. Uh, oh yeah, oh he's hot. Yeah, that's he's why they call him Dudley. Yeah, yeah. No, do, that's why well, they call him Do Right. How do you think he got the name Do Right? <laughs> right. Dudley do right. He does it right. But you can't really tie somebody to railroad tracks. There's no. You know what? I'd like. Track. You know what I like to see? Snidely whiplash. Tie the young lady to the railroad tracks. Dudley do right. Come along on his horse, and he's getting off. And they his all horse. get hit by a train. And then the girl is screaming, "Help me! Help me! I'm tied down to the railroad tracks." And Dudley unzips his pants and says, "Well, this just isn't your day." Is it? <laughs> that sounds kind of rapey. <laughs> 
It sounds kind of racy. You know, the so things you'd like to see. <laughs> yeah, so, so, oh, wait a minute. So Dudley says, so making, that means we don't need foreplay. <laughs> Finally, no foreplay. So we're making rape jokes now. Is that what we're doing? <clears throat> apparently, Timmy Apparently, is. my God. Appa- you know, apparently, me eating, I, and I, eating popcorn is rude. I want to go on record. Timmy can make rape jokes. I'm, I'll go on record that I'm opposed to rape. <laughs> okay, well, that's 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 human of we you, need Timmy. To, yeah. <laughs> Good. <laughs> no, but it does. It reminds me of that that uh, meme that you see that uh, the horse has got its head stuck in a fence, uh-huh. and one horse comes behind and fucks it while it's stuck there. You ain't never seen that. Uh-huh. Oh, I and have. And it says, "Some days just aren't your day." <laughs> yep. Aww. That's horse rape is a serious offense. Those horses are pretty big. Well, it's a horse raping another horse, so I guess the horse vagina is pretty big. I would assume. Or their butthole. <laughs> Just assuming. You know, you do, you know what you do when you assume. <laughs> I ain't never been elbow deep in a horse, but I've seen a horse, well. You I've seen what? a dragonfly. I've seen a dragonfly. <laughs> All right, back to uh, the investigation. Okay, term. so they found this Project E. Pana, E P A N A. Don't know what it means. It, well, uh, continue because you're going to find out. And it focused on the unsolved murders and disappearances of young women along Highway 60, 16 throughout the past 37 years. Mm-hmm. E Pana saw, wanted to know if there was one killer, a multitude of killers, what was going on. It was a task force, but it was named after uh, some uh, Inuit <clears throat> um, folklore, you know, god or something. Okay, um, the victims involved in the uh, Pan investigation, named after a god in Inuit mythology. So you thank you. Okay, was set up to look into the slayings. <clears throat> Followed the criteria of being female, participating in high-risk lifestyle, known to hitchhike, and were last seen, <clears throat> or their bodies were discovered a mile from Highway 16. So that's where you had to be in that group of, you know, that they were looking at. Mm-hmm. Now, it's been successful in solving some, but not all the murders. It solved the murder of 16-year-old Colleen McMillan, who was killed in 1974 by the now-deceased American serial killer Bobby Jack Fowler. Bobby Jack. Jack. Fowler is also suspect in the murders of two other highway victims, Gail Ways and Pamela Darlington, both you, of whom were killed in the 1970s. If you get a chance, look up Bobby Jack. Google Bobby Jack's photo. They got a picture of him. I guess it's his, uh, you know, his mugshot. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the dude had a serious bad hair day. His fucking hair is going <laughs> all over the place. You know, not everybody can be prepared for their photo. Well, when you're a serial killer, you have to be prepared for you your You should be mugshot. prepared at all times, but... Did you see Kim Kardashian got robbed of $10 million in jewelry? You know what I think? I think they set it up. I think it's an insurance scam. I think if it is that they're going to be in a lot of trouble. I don't think that because I think it would be a very stupid thing to do. Really? Who wears $10 million worth of jewelry? No, it was in a jewelry box. That would be a stupid thing to do because we're talking about Mensa candidates here. I I know. I'm I'm not saying she's bright or anything. No, I think they set it up for publicity. Well, again, they're going to be in the same boat as that uh, swimmer was down there in Brazil. The Here's Bobby Jack Fowler's picture. Mugshot. Oh, he was, yeah, he was a handsome man. He's pretty. Yeah. Now, Bobby Jack was an American drifter, <clears throat> rapist, 
and serial killer active in the United States and Canada it's in the 1970s. It's a bad combination, being a drifter, a rapist, and a serial killer. Well, you know what, though? If you're going to be a rapist and serial killer, you're probably best off doing some drifting, Timmy, because if you stay in the same neighborhood, mm-hmm. on the same street... Eventually, you ran out of victims. <laughs> yeah, and they're going to catch you. They're going to uh, narrow gonna, it down. Or you're going to run out of victims. Well, they're going to narrow it down because you're the only one there. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're not getting kidnapped or raped. Yeah. So, yeah, it's best to be a drifter. A gandy dancer, if you will. If you will. Now, he died in prison of lung cancer um, for, during a 16-year sentence. Cancer following, sticks, been smoking. He might have been. Looks like a smoker. He vaped. He, he was, was a truck driver. Um, so vaping in his co-workers office all yeah, the time. All the time. Uh-huh. All the time. He died in prison of lung cancer during a 16-year sentence following the conviction for rape, kidnapping, and attempted rape in Newport, Oregon in 1996. Hmm. So Oregon got him. Yeah, but only <clears throat> for one uh, one victim, right? Yeah. And he liked to travel far and wide and beat up old cars, which is really pushing your luck there, but... Frequently, he picked up hitchhikers and spent times in bars and motels. And I would think you would have AAA, but I don't know if they have AAA in Canada. Uh, I don't know either. A. A? <laughs> the A, A, A? Yeah. Uh, have you called A, 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 A? So it, I wonder if you if you got the corpse in the back seat, is that the time you want to have your car towed? Probably not. No. Yeah. You'd have to dispose of the corpse prior to uh, AAA arriving, I would think. I would. But, but when you call, you have plenty of time because it takes those fuckers forever. Yeah, you Get could it. kill two more victims yeah. and dispose of them. So anyway, Fowler believed that women he came into contact with who were hitchhiking and hanging out in bars wanted to be sexually assaulted. Well, sure. I mean, he figured that's why women go to bars and hitchhike is because they deep down want to be sexually assaulted. So it's kind Clearly. of he was he was uh, filling a need. <laughs> he was he, he saw demand and he was yeah. trying to meet it, Timmy. Yeah. Okay. So uh, and in his mind, he was out doing good God's work. He was doing the Lord's work. Yeah, doing the mean. Lord's work. Oh, look at her. She wants to be sexually assaulted. Well, I'll see what I can do. Um, although he was convicted of one murder, it is believed he was responsible for as many as 20 in the United States and Canada. Now, as we mentioned earlier, 21-year-old Cody Legoff, Legbioff, Legbiakoff, was arrested in... He's <laughs> a fucked up name. He does have a fucked up name. Yeah, and, I know. Yeah, Leg, it's Lega Bookoff. Mm-hmm. He was later convicted of murdering 15 women. There are 15-year-old Lauren Leslie and three other women not associated with the Highway of Tears. Um, he's one of Canada's youngest serial killers. He testified during the trial that he was involved in three of the deaths, but claimed that he did not actually commit the killings. The old, you know, well, yeah, I was just right. What me? I was there for the ride, but... He was saying that it was a drug dealer, two accomplices, who he would only name as X, Y, and Z. They Which was is that bullshit. I mean, why did he have to kill a 15-year-old for a blind, a 15-year-old that's half blind? Yeah, well, yeah. What's, I, yeah, he's a creep. Although, I don't know that blind really makes you immune to no, but she's 15 being years, murdered. She's 15 years old. Well, apparently, these guys, 15-year-old, don't make you immune either. No, that's what uh, I'm saying. It, she wasn't involved with the drug cartel, though. No, no, she was riding a bike or driving a car. Or no, she was in his. She was in his car, but he. Yeah. 
Yeah. Well, prosecutors did not accept this attempt to plead guilty to the lesser charge of second-degree murder. He was convicted of four counts of first-degree murder on September 11, 2014. He was sentenced to life in prison with no parole for 25 years. Now, despite identifying Fowler as a killer in these cases, investigators are doubtful that they will ever solve all the murders. They do have persons of interest in several other cases, but not enough evidence to lay charges on them. Yeah, I mean, there might be five or six different Oh, I would think there probably are. The time span. Yeah, responsible. It's like, it's, it, do you think that serial killers, do you think that serial killers, like, ever get together, have a little convention, and they draw up oh, a Oh, serial con. Serial con, Crime yeah. con, yeah. What, what is they, Crime con. Crime, well, no, crime con's a different thing. What is serial say, killer con. Zero killer con where they say, like, okay, I'm going to handle, it's like the mafia, you know, I'm going to handle yeah, Philadelphia, they, they I'm going to handle they this, different I'm territories, handle. yeah. But the Highway of Tears, that's open territory. Well, that all depends. I mean, you know, they all have, uh, you know, you know, there's a lot of overlap, especially in Florida and California. There's a lot and, of wa- And Washington. And Washington, yeah. There's, there's a lot, lot of serial yeah. killers. But I just wanted it because they don't want to be stumbling over each other. Well, right. Because it'd be awkward to be in the woods chopping up a body and whatnot. Yeah, yeah. You take it to your favorite hiding spot, and then there's somebody already there. And it's like, you know what? I called dibs on this. This Yeah. At least a lot of tension in the the profession. Mm -hmm. Did not respect the sanctity of dibs. Well, Well, and and dibs is important. And they, they, well, and they, you know, it's not, you know, it's uh, not nice to, it's not professional to your colleagues. Well, it's just gauche, Timmy. It's it, poor man. It, it is really. gauche. It's very gauche. Yeah, it's just gauche. It's kind of like chewing popcorn during a podcast. V- extremely gauche. Extremely. I'm just going to say. Easy there, Wilford Brimley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. I got the diabetes and luring kids you could, in your uh, van. You know, we got 24 hours in a day. We got one hour we're doing the podcast. You can't lay off the popcorn for one hour. You got a problem. Do yeah. we have to have an intervention? Yeah. If it if it, if it's interfering with your life. Yeah. It's a problem. You, it's a problem, Brandy. You really need to face it. We can have an intervention if you like. And, and understand, First we're coming all, from... You two having an intervention on me? <laughs> <laughs> we're coming from a place of love on this, devil. Yeah, okay. Yeah. What, what we're, we're not being ju- well. We are being a little judgmental. Aren't we? Well, I mean, you know, I mean, we she, she opens so herself much. up to that. But yeah, we, we I mean, we're being judgmental, but we're trying to help you. So oh, I don't yeah. think so. I don't think you're trying to help me at all. I don't well, you're not that. at the fucking AMC theater. You're in. You're I'm doing just a trying podcast. to get yeah. on my. Do stomach. I look like Matt Damon, motherfucker? I ain't Matt Damon. Do I look like I'm on the silver screen? No. It's, Does he look I, like Monkey Mark? Do I, yeah. Do I look like Monkey? He looks Mark? like the Funky Bunch. <laughs> my so, my tummy is a little upset. I was trying to eat something to get something on my tummy. It's clearly not working. Why didn't so, you eat some crackers? I don't have any crackers. So you had to make popcorn. I didn't make popcorn. I brought it in from home. You brought in popcorn from home. Yeah, because I don't make it in the microwave, so hmm. it's good. Hmm. Hmm. Sounds like you're a little snooty about your popcorn. Oh, I am. But you, she's better than everyone else. I am. Yeah, so. she got popcorn. Well, I'm not better. No, pop. she makes Jiffy Pop. I you know, went, what I, the fuck is that? You, you I hold it over clear. a fire. <laughs> no, I don't minutes. make Jiffy Pop, but I do want to be clear. I'm not better than everybody else, but better than you two. Well, <laughs> that goes without saying. Yeah, I mean, I just I want to make sure that we're clear. Oh, that's a real high bar to have, jump over. <laughs> well, it wasn't, so that's why I chose All right, me. Colonel, back to a highway of tears. Well, in... Now, they did have persons of interest in several other cases, but not enough to get charges. Over the years, more than 100 taxi drivers 
ejaculated in cups to give DNA samples. Really? No, they didn't ejaculate, but they did get DNA samples from. Uh, well, how else are they going to give DNA samples? Prince, Prince Edward is that where it is? Inside of their cheek. Ooh. Yeah, it's a swab. Because they have jizz buku inside of their cheek. Do they call that buku swab? I don't think you need jizz, you jackass. Well, you can never, you can never, uh, it never hurts to have jizz. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know how you can really do a thorough DNA You ever been to a jizz fest, well, uh, Colonel? You, what the fuck? Uh, let me ask you this. I've been to a jazz fest, but not a jizz fest. Let me ask you this, then. If how, Brandy, have you ever been to a jizz fest? No. How do they get uh, DNA from women, then? Out of curiosity. They tell them to spit. <laughs> or they remove their ovaries. Yeah, they remove the ovaries. Oh, okay. Well, uh, breast milk. As long as we're not being... They squeeze the nipples real hard. As long as we're not hard. being entirely fucking dumbass, then Wouldn't you sure. Think? We are scientific. Yeah. Yes, you are. You Look get behind you. them and you grab the udders and you just keep pinching until something comes out into a cup. And <laughs> like, that's a funny word. <laughs> it is a funny word. Okay. But really, no, when you I think about can't. it, boobs are women's udders. Well, you want to make sure you... Don't don't pitch your own. You pitch others' udders. Others' udders, yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, you all are the reason that we eat our, that animals eat their young. And you know what? You know, otters, what do they call their little babies? Calves. Uh, otters. So you know what otters got? Otter udders. Uh, 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 <laughs> otters. Otter babies are called otters calves. Otters suck mm-hmm. on uh, otters. Otters? Otters udders. Hmm. Otters. Mm-hmm. Others udders. Otters udders. That's why this uh, podcast is so educational. Mm-hmm. I learn, like, some, I learn something new almost every time. We're like Bill Nye, a fucking science guy, times three. We're like a retarded Bill Nye. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Bill Nye had a head injury. <laughs> yeah, that's us. Yeah. If we had brain damage. With apology to any retarded people that might be listening. <laughs> Which uh, is probably three, two-thirds of <laughs> Two-thirds of our podcast. Wow. <laughs> Continue, Carl. Now, now, it gets interesting here, Tim. Well, it's about time. Here's where it gets really dramatic. <laughs> Two hours into the thing. Right. In 2009, police converged on a property on an Isle Pierre in mm. rural Prince George to search for the remains of Nicole. Isle means island. Island, yeah. It's French for island. Mm. They were searching for the remains of Nicole the whore. It's like Brandy's middle name, Vinay. It's really Van- Vena. Vena. It's not. Yeah. But anyway, the. Okay, they were looking for the remains of Nicole the Whore. Or no. no. Nicole Whore. Yes. Okay, sorry about that, Nicole. Uh, yeah. A young tree planter who went missing on... How'd you like that job? I'm a tree planter. Went oh, missing. She's, she's doing it out of, you know, in concern for the environment. Well, she comes her. along my yard and plants a tree. I'm kicking her in the ass. Well, well she, she won't be doing she that because she had a tragic... Now. Yeah, she was a victim. Go ahead. Now, the property was once owned by Leland Vincent Switzer, who is currently serving a prison sentence for the second-degree murder of his brother. Hmm. The Mounties also searched the property for the other missing women from the Highway of Tears. However, no further actions followed that investigation. Now, in 2014, investigations by EPANA, the Provincial Unsolved Homicide Unit, brought murder charges against Gary Taylor Handlin for the death of 12-year-old Monica Jack. In 1978. Now that's going back 36 years. Mm-hmm. The case remains pending. Meanwhile, the funding for the project has been greatly reduced. In 2009 2010, it received over $5 million in annual funding, but has since dramatically declined due to budget cutbacks, receiving only $800,000 in 2013. 
The project staffing has been diminished by these cuts, and over the past few years, the task force has dropped from 70 officers to 12 officers. It's still actively investigating the remaining unsolved cases, although it's unlikely that all the murders and disappearances will ever be solved. In June 2016, the provincial government of British Columbia said it aims to have a bus service. Not... And they are not going to hire a serial killer to drive the bus. Hopefully not. Do they have to make that statement? Part of a multifaceted transportation network plan for the highway in its vicinity up and running by the end of this year. In December 2015, the the country's new government pledged to renew its effort and move forward to a long-awaited national inquiry into the disappearance and murders of the Highway of Tears. The other thing that they've done is all along the Highway of Tears, they put up signs that says, do not hitchhike. You might get murdered, raped, and strangled. Yeah, is it worth it? They're they're huge, and they're every few Mm -hmm. miles, too. It says, is it worth it? That's what the signs say. Is it worth it? You could end up dead. Yeah, we'll post a picture of those signs on our page. So, uh, Brandy, what's your final thought on the Canada's Highway of Tears? That's crazy. It is. It must be. Don't you think it's multiple people doing it? It would have to be. Yeah. Wow. Colonel, your final thoughts on the Highway of Tears? Well, I'm going to check at the next meeting, Timmy. The serial killer get-together? No, the Illuminati, Timmy. Illuminati? I think the Illuminati might have something. You're, the you're Illuminati better get on this fucking election because they're kind of... Uh, Don't worry about this election. Close. Yes. Don't worry about this election. This is all about the drama, Timmy. It's all about getting people worked up. You know, I have never really uh, have been hoping for an Illuminati, but now I'm kind of hoping there's someone in charge. Yeah. You're hoping anonymous gets in and hacks the. the I'm hoping that they, you know that there's someone, even if they're nefarious. I hope someone's in charge. <laughs> Doctor Evil. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Well, I just uh, got a, an alert on my uh, on my phone from the Daily News that there is uh, now a uh, the first world's first ever nude calendar of redheaded men. Ginger men. I'm telling you, there's nothing more more disgusting than red pubic hair. It concerns me that you got an alert for that. Well, it's Daily Mail. It's 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 not. I get I got an alert because who is Mail? Daily Mail. It's an English (laughs) uh, English newspaper. But anyway, red pubic hair, Colonel. How do you feel about it? Um, I'm against it unless it's on a female. Okay. Brandy, your thoughts on male red pubic hair? Uh, it depends on who it's on. Well, if, if it's on Howdy Doody. I'm out. Okay. Howdy Doody, I'm out. Okay, time for Colonel Shoutouts. Colonel Shoutouts. Well, the Colonel got a few things going on today. Okay. First of all, we got a couple people with birthdays today. All right. Who is it? And this will probably be late because this will be released in a couple of days. But yeah, we got Chris, Chris Catlett, Chris Catlett, Brittany's Brittany's uh, better half. No, no. Brittany's the better half of that one. I think we got to both agree to that. And she batshit crazy too. So, uh, but they're they're a great couple. Yes, happy birthday, Chris and Missy Horton Dean. Missy, happy oh, Missy birthday. Dean Horton. I don't, I'm not sure which Missy Horton Dean. Okay. Happy birthday, um, Missy. So happy birthday to you both. I hope you have a wonderful day. Um, let's see. We have some shout-outs. Let's get Angelo Villafani. Angelo. Um, how you doing? 
we got um, our, our favorite Irish lass, Janet Fitzgerald. Lovely lady. Very attractive young lady. My uh, God. She, she had, well, you Keep know what? your pants over there, Fitbit. <laughs> well, <laughs> it's, it's pretty. I, I've seen a profile picture. She's an attractive woman. But she, but to me, any woman that looks Irish is attractive. My Fitbit tells me I need to take a walk, so let's yeah. move it along. Oh, Okay. Um, Five hundred steps. Uh, speaking here. of women who are who are got kind of an Irish look to them, uh, Kim Taylor, very attractive young lady. Yeah, Kim, uh, Kim and Dan. you know what? You don't have to say because pretty much as I go down the list here, these are always very typically very attractive young Seriously. ladies. Yes, the guys are not too much to look at, but um, yeah. oh, contraire. Um, you we know that's some, French. That's it, French. It is. We have some very good looking men. Um, uh, but I will throw this one in. Beautiful girl. Beautiful, beautiful girl, Sydney. Yes, um, Sydney. Uh, Sydney. Who Michael is, uh, Birdsall's Mike. definitely Michael Birdsall's better half. First yes. of all, the two of you are so gross. Like right. it's just like all this gross old man testosterone in here. It's just, we can't she's gorgeous. They're gorgeous. They're no, hot. They're gorgeous. We're not saying hot. She is. She's all of those things. Very beautiful. Very this. Very that. You know they have other things going for them. Yeah, they're well, smart. You're just saying we're they creepy. They have great jobs. Well. You are very creepy. I don't know what jobs they have. I don't have you conversations you, with them. What if you kept they them, are one kept dimensional? Your eyes up here. You know what? They're one dimensional to me. Yeah. I don't mind. I was gonna say you would know if you kept your eyes up here. Mr. Yeah. Fitbit tells me it's time to walk. Jennifer and Linda, how are you doing? You, of yep, course, yep. they're pretty. Jennifer Siemens, of course, and, they're uh, pretty. Linda yeah, Middleton, very attractive. Stop. Uh, the, I mean, and when it comes right down to it, the definition. If you looked up beauty, mm-hmm. if you looked up beautiful in the dictionary, Jesus Timmy, Christ mm-hmm. on a cracker. You know who you'd find staring right back at you? Good girl, Tasha. Tasha, very, very beautiful. Lovely lady. girl. A lovely lady. Now My I'll tell you, if God. you looked up pretty, who you would not find? Who? Larry Trujillo. Yeah. Larry is a he's yeah, regularly he's a handsome. looking guy. I bet he has a big, huge wang. He's, he's, he's regularly handsome. What is wrong with you, devil? <laughs> That's disgusting. Yeah. yeah. So gross. Talking about men's body parts like that. New listener. I know. We apologize, Larry. Sorry, Larry. We hate to see you objectified you know like that. I bet he appreciates it. I bet you he appreciates it. Well, and John Holmes. Somebody should appreciate it. Big John Holmes. Big John Holmes. Now, that you can say about John Holmes. New listener here, Byron Snellings. Brian, welcome to the podcast. Byron. Byron. Mm -hmm. Lord Byron. Let's call him Lord Byron from now on. Lord Byron Snellings. Okay. Um, Let's see. We got, uh, let's see, Angie. Angie Song. Yes, Angie Song. Make you want to just break out your guitar and sing for the girl. Yes. She's a lovely, you lovely say shit little lass, too. doesn't two. make any sense. Mm-hmm. Um, I got Jeff and, uh, Jeff and, uh, I can't read my own writing here. William, Jeff Chestnut. Jeff Chestnut, down the Dominican. Um, yeah, Tony. William Tro. Yeah, William, thank you for joining our page. Fat Boy Gardener from Twitter. Good guy. He says he's neither fat nor a gardener, though. Um, Karen so, Barnes. Wait a minute, so that's a misnomer. <laughs> The Miss No. Karen Bond. Speaking Karen, of lovely ladies, we yes. got Karen. Um, and 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 little Emmy, little M Waterfall. Mm-hmm. Um, not a not a pretty man at all. Jim Barron. Jesus God. It's roughly handsome. Yeah, I'm looking for my peanut butter pie still from from Amber Croup. Um, Aaron Wentz. I love the name Aaron. Yeah, I do too. Um, Jessica Williams, 
She's the gangster from up in very Chicago. Love, very lovely lady. Of course. Oh, she is. She is. Uh, Monica D'Augustino. Another lovely lady. <laughs> okay. Fucking pervert motherfuckers, I swear. No, they're just attractive. John so. Cunningham. Um, he's You're all right. Using he's our, all right. Fa- our podcast group to go, you know, fishing. No, no. Teresa Slavens and Bree. Um, Bree, I haven't, I haven't yelled out your name for a while, so how you doing? Really? Bree up there in Canada. She yeah. probably knows of this case. Yeah, she don't hitchhike on that highway, Yeah, Bree. please, stay away from the Highway of Tears. I think and she's, in, I think she's in Ontario, though, so she's far away. And we, we have to, uh, when you're talking about intelligent, um, accomplished, mm-hmm. uh, beautiful women, you got to go with the core team, Colonel. Um, which is Nicola Shannon, um, Jennifer Burdick, um, Jennifer Siemens, of course, I already mentioned, mm-hmm. um, and and somebody who who just is downright pretty. Uh, and you know who's just pretty? You got to look at the right angle, but Scott. Scott Klinowski. He's a pretty man. All right. He's a pretty. He's got delicate features. So. Okay. Um, Heather Poole. Who said that we was the punk rock group? We yes, we her. love that. Thank you, Heather. Now I'm just gonna say this name, and I'm gonna want I want you to say the first thing that pops into your head, Timmy. Hello, Katja. Katja, beautiful. Jeez. Okay, beautiful you young lady from uh, <laughs> Denmark. What the fuck? Yeah, no, she's a attractive young lady. I understand, dirty perv. Um, dirty perv to say it, to compliment a young lady on, on her all, you both are dirty on her look. How's it? Here's another one for you, Trish Hillard. Beautiful woman. Trish is very beautiful. Amanda Felton Bocce Ball. Fenton Bocce Ball. I bet I her can't name. pronounce I bet her name. Her last name is Bocce Ball. I bet they. I can't pronounce her name, it. but she's also a very a very, ball. A, very a very lovely lady. And Sandy September. Very beautiful. They should write a song about her, mm-hmm. Sandy. And her name's not September, but I can't get close. To I know it. you can't pronounce words. Uh, Paul, don't Mantle there, Pot. Um, Denny Mac, Denny McNamara. Yeah, Denny Mac. And while we're doing Denny Mac, why don't we do Katie Mac? Kate, Kate McCarthy. Kate, thank you so much for listening in for participating on our page. Um, Trixie, of course, I haven't heard much from her. Um, a new listener we got here, Timmy, Adrian Meredith. Mm-hmm. Uh, an old listener, not old, but a long-time listener, Phyllis Munson. First yeah, Phyllis, thanks for listening. Eric Dwight. Yeah, Eric um, listens to us on, uh, he's on... Uh, W-O-L-D-D-D. He's on uh, Twitter with us. Good oh, okay. guy, he's an actor and a um, screenwriter. And I'm going to have to get on Twitter, I don't... Yeah, you should. You should, on Twitter. Um, you should tweet. I'm going to tweet, but you know what? I I, I got to watch myself because I get into political stuff and it starts to, this this whole political thing is bugging me. And it gets you in trouble with your fellow Illuminati. Mm-hmm. This fellow man. Yeah. Um, Stephanie Quick. Stephanie out there in lovely California. Yeah. Marion County. And we got Bond, Timmy. Gene Bond. Gene Bond. Another lovely lady. Erica Clemens. Erica... William Trow. Yes, William. Of recently course, we joined, got re- recently joined our uh, History Dreams the podcast page. Stacy Lynn. Stacy Lynn, how you doing, Stacy? Angela Ball. Angela, it's good to have you. Heather Hall. Heather, night, welcome. Um, and we got Sunstar. 
Sunstar, yes. Sunstar. And let's see, have I missed anybody? I got Nicole Shannon and Jennifer Burdock. Um, we got, of course, and when you're talking about beauty, grace, style, refinement, and all those things that goes into it, you got it. You're talking really about Lady Beverly, the, the Lady Beverly from over there across the pond. Across the pond, um, and really, if uh, if Donald Trump was having a Miss Universe contest for ladies over 55. Mm-hmm. The winner would have to be just based on talent, charm, beauty, humor. Uh, it would have to be Dottie Scott. Thank you, Colonel. Okay, we got to go because my Fitbit is telling me I need to walk. It is. Yes. So your Fitbit, your Fitbit talks to you now. Yeah, this, this is, says this move is it how machines f- take over the world. Man, move it along. Brandy, any final thoughts? I uh, know you need to lose the Fitbit. Where can people find us, Brandy? Find us on Facebook. Yeah, we have two pages: History Grease page where we post serious history stuff, and then also our page where we interact with listeners. That's History Dreams, the podcast group. Um, join us, and, and most everyone we've mentioned so far, and the shout-outs—they are all part of that page. So join us on History Dreams the podcast group on Facebook. Where else can people find us? iTunes. iTunes. Please leave us a review. We got a really nice review um, yesterday from um, someone uh, uh, in Oklahoma who listened to the Oklahoma Girl Scout murders, said it was a horrible crime, a very sad story, but he never thought or she never thought she would laugh so uh, much as listening to our podcast and our comments and that we were respectful to the victims, but we were still very funny. So thank you, OKC Teacher, for posting that on iTunes. If you haven't left us a review yet, we would greatly appreciate it. It's how people find us. We're on Twitter. We're on Twitter at HistoryDweebs1. Shout out to all those folks who have been uh, following us on Twitter and retweeting our uh, posts. Thank you very much. And Lipson. Lipson. Stitcher. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Stitcher and really all of the, uh, most of all the uh, podcast apps that are out there. Um, okay. Let's get out of here and uh, thank you all for joining us and we'll see you again next time on History Dweebs. Good Bye. day. Bye. Bye bye, everyone. catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.